Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection, an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We begin today with a real hot swinger by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. They made this in New York on June 2nd, 1939. It's called Sliphorn Jive. Glenn Miller and his orchestra with Sliphorn Jive from June of 1939, opening up this edition of the Shellac Stack. 
My name is Brian Wright. I'm so pleased that you chose to spend this time with me today listening to 78 RPM Records. I've pulled some pretty good things. We'll answer a few requests, listen to some jazz bands, some big bands, some vocalists, even uh, some Brazilian magic music. And <laughs> you'll have to stick around to see what that's all about. But we opened with Glenn Miller's orchestra, Slipworn Jive. My copy of that was pressed up in India on the His Master's Voice label, BD5829. A couple of years ago, I was in a record shop here in Pittsburgh and came across a whole stack of His Master's Voice big band 78s from about 1940, all of them pressed in India. And I bought some of the better condition ones among them, including Slipworn Jive. And uh, I've been playing through some of those this past week and really, really enjoying them. But to start this next set, we're going to head all the way back to 1930 and a record made by Kate Smith of a real popular George Gershwin song. You'll know it. It's called I Got Rhythm. This is on the Clarion label number 5123. And then we'll stick around after that for a little something by Bing Crosby. But first up here's Kate Smith. I got rhythm
like a hammer Why do I start to stutter and stammer When I'm near the one I adore The girl I love If I were sure that I meant anything to her I'd be brave and here's the song I'd bring to her I'd sing to her May I be the only one to say I Really fell in love the day I First had eyes on you May I With your very kind permission Tell you that my one ambition Is to share a love affair with you Here I wait Do give me a chance Do tell me my face What is your answer? May I hold you to my heart And pray I will be there beside you When they groom and bride you May I hear you say I do Ha! 
stuff from pianist Teddy Wilson and his orchestra, with Billie Holiday singing What a Little Moonlight Can Do. Recorded in New York July 2nd, 1935, my copy of that was pressed in Japan on a special History of Jazz series that Columbia put out in, I guess, the late 1940s, maybe very early 1950s. They brought over some master parts from the United States and pressed up these copies there, and they tend to sound, I think, pretty good. You know, the past couple of weeks, it's been hovering well below freezing here in Pittsburgh, and yesterday I tried to get in my car. I had to run to the grocery store, and I couldn't open the door. (laughs) It was iced shut. I ended up taking some water to it to try to melt it a little bit. I probably should have just uh, gone out there with a little record player and played this thing at it, and that might have done the job. (laughs) Before that, Bing Crosby with Nat Finston and his Paramount Orchestra, May I?, a song by Matt Gordon and Harry Revel that was recorded in Los Angeles February 25th, 1934, and my copy of that pressed up in the UK on Columbia DB2059. Gosh, even if the music so far hasn't uh, been too international, the pressings have. We've had records already pressed up in India, the UK, Japan, I think we'll have some later on this hour pressed up in France. But I digress. (laughs) This past week, I was talking to my friend Ed Clute, who is a phenomenal pianist who lives in Watkins Glen, New York. And uh, if you have a moment, you should check him out on YouTube. There's some wonderful videos of him playing. Be sure to catch his sweet Georgia Brown. But Ed was telling me that he was reading a book about Mary Lou Williams and asked if I might play some Mary Lou Williams records, and I'm only too happy to do so. We're going to start with a record that she made April 9th, 1936, of her own composition called Mary's Special. It's Decca 781, and we'll follow that with another composition by Mary Lou Williams, recorded just a month earlier, March 7th, 1936, also on Decca 1021. That one's called Corny Rhythm. So for Ed and uh, all those who enjoy Mary Lou Williams, here she is with two of her own compositions, beginning with Mary's Special. Thank you. 
Booker Collins playing string bass and Ben Thigpen at the drums, though you could hardly hear him. There we have a pair of selections by Mary Lou Williams with herself at the piano. First, Mary's Special, followed by Corny Rhythm. Both of those recorded in New York for the Decca label in the spring of 1936. And both of those going out to our friend Ed Clute. Ed, I hope you enjoyed those. It's a shame that Mary Lou Williams didn't record more piano solos in the 1930s. In that entire decade, she only made about a dozen sides, and I like all of them. She has a light but still swinging touch at the keyboard. Mary Lou Williams. Well, up next, I've got some good dance music of the 1920s from Ken Sisson and his orchestra. Ken was something of an A&R man at Brunswick in the late 1920s and recorded a handful of selections under his name, although his name always appears in quotation marks on the label. It says Ken, K-E-N-N, in quotation marks, and then Sisson and his orchestra. This will be Brunswick 3503, a song by Cliff Friend from March of 1927. It's Hello Cutie. The vocalist will be Vaughn DeLeith. And then we'll relax a bit with Gene Austin, a record he made for the Victor label in New York in May of 1927. It's called One Sweet Letter From You. I think somewhere I have a record of uh, Sophie Tucker doing this one. But let's start now with Ken Sisson and his orchestra, Hello Cutie.
Get your stuff and pack up, cause we're going away. The sun shines, my heart pines for those lasses and cakes. You know that they taste good way down in the cane breaks. Forget cares and let go of your troubles and blues. Let's be gay on our way, let's get on the choo-choo. Take your places for the first luncheon, please. Pass right forward. Premier service. Prenez-vous place, messieurs, mesdames, s'il vous plaît. Mita Gessen, bitte schön. Rousing number was written by Maddie Malneck and Frank Trumbauer. It's called Choo Choo, <laughs> played for us by Jack Hilton and his orchestra. The record was made in Small Queen's Hall in London on February 3rd, 1931, and features vocalists Pat O'Malley and Leslie Cerrone, though neither is credited on the label of His Master's Voice B5973. Before that, it was Gene Austin in 1927, One Sweet Letter from You, and starting the set, we heard from Ken Sisson and his orchestra with Vaughn DeLeith singing the refrain on Hello Cutie from March of 1927. Well, on the last Shellac Stack program, I neglected to mention a very prominent birthday in the music world. On January 20th, 2022, Ray Anthony celebrated his 100th birthday, and according to a Los Angeles Times article, seems to be doing quite well at his home out in Hollywood. As you probably know, Ray Anthony played in Glenn Miller's orchestra back in 1940 and 1941. In fact, he is the last surviving member of the original Glenn Miller Orchestra. He was still a teenager when he was in Miller's band, and apparently he was fired on at least two occasions from the band by Glenn Miller, but seemed to keep finding his way back. Of course, Ray Anthony went on to a long and distinguished career as a band leader in his own right and made many, many records on Capitol in the 1950s and 60s, things that I grew up listening to and still treasure to this day. He remained active in the band business well into his 90s and apparently still keeps a trumpet by his bedside that he'll pick up and play on occasion. We started the show today with Glenn Miller's record of Sliphorn Jive from 1939, which would be a bit too early to feature Ray Anthony in the band, but according to my discography, he's on this next side, We'll keep the train theme going and hear Glenn Miller's orchestra play Take the A-Train, made in Hollywood on May 28, 1941, supposedly featuring Ray Anthony in the trumpet section. 
there's a, a nice muted trumpet towards the end. I don't know which band member it is playing that. Maybe it's right, Anthony, but I'm not sure. We'll follow Glenn Miller's orchestra with Ray Anthony leading his own orchestra on the Capitol label in about 1953. Dancing in the Dark is the song written by Arthur Schwartz and Howard Dietz. And then we'll wrap up the set with Billy May and his orchestra, another Capitol record from 1952, Unforgettable, that song you probably know from Nat King Cole, given a really nice instrumental treatment here by Billy May. So in celebration of Ray Anthony's 100th birthday, a little something from Glenn Miller, followed by Ray Anthony himself.
Willie May and his orchestra in 1952, Unforgettable. My name is Brian Wright, and this is the Shellac Stack, a little program on which I play 78s of the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. If you like what you hear and you want to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the program and you want to help ensure its future, I would invite you by the Shellac Stack Patreon, patreon.com slash shellacstack. There you can contribute a little money if you're so inclined to help me meet the cost of producing these programs. Uh, my thanks to everyone who has contributed at the Patreon. And my thanks to all of you just for listening. Like I said, it's always a pleasure to have your company here on the Shellac Stack. Well, whenever I'm in the mood for something a little off the beaten path uh, musically, I can never go wrong with the Liberty Music Shop label. The Liberty Music Shop label came out of New York in the mid to late 1930s and featured a lot of Broadway and nightclub acts, and uh, there's some really unusual stuff on Liberty Music Shop, like this next record featuring Elsie Houston. Elsie Houston was a descendant of General Sam Houston. Elsie's father had been a dentist in Tennessee and moved in the 1890s to Brazil, where he married a Portuguese woman, and uh, Elsie was born shortly after the turn of the century. As a child, she was fascinated by voodoo and dark magic and uh, started learning some of the voodoo chants that were swirling around. She later went to Europe and developed her singing skills there and then came to the United States in the 1930s and embarked on tours of nightclubs around the country, especially in New York and Chicago, singing these voodoo chants. Unfortunately, in 1943, she uh, killed herself at the age of 40. Newspapers at the time widely reported it, the result of financial difficulties and illness, but friends close to her maintained that she was haunted by some of the voodoo magic she had conjured up in her singing. Whatever the cause, we'll get to hear her on this record called Django, Brazilian Magic Song. It's Liberty Music Shop record L232 from June of 1938. After that, we'll head to the Caribbean with the Lake Cuano Cuban Boys and a really nice thing called Maria Belen Chacon. It's a French Columbia pressing, number DF1832 from 1935. And then we'll hear pianist Jarni Guarnieri on the Majestic label in 1946, an old tune by Paul Dresser called My Gal Sal. But first, let's head to Brazil with a little magic music by Elsie Houston. Eu sou a 
have time for one more record on today's Shellac Stack program, so let's turn it over now to the Corn Cobblers with vocalist Stan Fritz from September of 1939, Take Me to the Land of Jazz. It's Varsity 8255. Wrapping up this edition of the Shellac Stack, the Corn Cobblers in 1939, Take Me to the Land of Jazz. Well, this is Brian Wright saying thank you so much for tuning in and joining me this hour. I hope you heard some music that you enjoyed, and I hope you'll come back next time when we'll do it all over again. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>